listening to the Bored to Death Horror Cast, rendering scary movies and TV shows into wet, chewable chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Horror Cast. I am Jay, being joined by Sam. I will be joined later by uh, Chris. Chris uh, maybe maybe joining well, he us for is this. Joining us. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's just prepping his dinner. All I right. Mean, but not for the opening. He's... Yeah. Uh, and Zeke is in the room, but not, not watching. So, no, I might get sidetracked by the movie. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so he may join in or not. Uh, but we are here to do uh, you, one of your favorite movies, Sam. Uh, I could say that, yeah. I mean, so this two, uh, you, you, say, you say, I could say that, yeah. This is where your namesake comes from. Maybe. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> I know the real reason, you know, the real reason for your namesake, but... <laughs> well, that was quicker than expected. Yeah, I know, right? And we're here's Chris. And this, mind you, is the Trick or Treat 2007, as opposed to... Trick or... When was it? Trick or Treat? Because uh, there is a slight difference in the title. Yeah, it, this one's Trick or Treat, like Trick or Treat. Trick apostrophe or Treat. <laughs> The yeah. other one has Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. And I think that's like 1986. Yeah, this was back during like the televangelist saying that heavy metal was the devil's music. And guess what Ozzy plays as in that movie? <laughs> uh, um, and Televangelist? The, yeah. Does he really? Yeah, he really does. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I have the movie. Mom bought it for me. She found it randomly a long time ago at Kmart. But you never watched D- it. I, I looked at it I was like, this is older, almost as old as I am. I don't know if uh, you if know I'd get really anything the, out of this. The funny, no, I, like right after I saw it at your house because we never watched it, and my mom and I ironically went to I think it was Walmart afterwards. After I saw it at your house, and I saw it on the shelf, and I bought it and That's watched it. Probably it's either came from Walmart or Kmart. Uh, yeah. and um, five dollar bin kind of thing. It was just like, oh, here's Halloween, like movies. ten dollars, five ten bucks. Yeah. It was it was it was one of the cheapies. Well, I'm like going to the. The holiday section of any movies, like whether it be Halloween or Christmas, and just be like, "Do we have these?" And just grabs whatever we don't. My have. sister used to do the, that with like the with like the bargain bins. <laughs> you know, well, just, that's what they were like anywhere from like three to five dollars, depending on the the DVD case. Well, the funny thing is that it was supposed to have a third heavy metal vocalist in it, but he wasn't able to commit to the movie, so they had to replace him, and it was Blackie Lawless from Wasp, who <laughs> was supposed to play as the movie's villain. Which, if you go and you watch the movie, you look at him and go, yeah, I could definitely tell that was supposed to be Blackie Lawless. <laughs> uh, but I know very little about this movie apart from, uh, I think you said it's somewhat of an anthology? It is an anthology. It's, it is an anthology. Well, well, the way it is is that it's like multiple stories all taking place all on the same night. So, like, while the events of one part of the movie are happening, you can see apart from, like, earlier in the film I pointed happening a lot of that out to you, remember? Huh? I've seen it, like, multiple times, and I'm like... Did you notice this, 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 and this? And yeah. you're like, well, you do now. Well, you'll see characters who probably got killed off like earlier on in the film, and then you'll just see them pop up later on in the film. But Because they, the, the events are con- happening concurrently. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, but I've seen a lot of fan art, uh, and I really wish they would do this kind of crossover, like for real, is have Sam meet Michael Myers. Because I saw a picture <laughs> of Michael carrying Sam on his shoulders. It's like the Mandalorian, but with <laughs> but Baby with Michael Yoda. Myers. But instead of Baby Yoda, you have Sam the from this. Yeah. yeah. 
Somebody, somebody, get on that fan art if you haven't done it already. Um, oh, it's already been done. Uh, well, no, I'm saying like specifically Mandalorian inspired kind oh. of kind of thing. Um, and I know, so I know the anthology thing that there's this uh, little boy who's probably not a little boy called Sam, uh, and I know of this because you have like tons of trick or treat memorabilia, or as much as you can get your hands on. Not really. I, I have... oh, it's that pop I got you. Yeah. That's what the name of that movie is. is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Zeke understands what it's, we're about to watch. It was a Spirit Halloween exclusive uh, pop where he's chilling out on a doorstep. Ah. Um, and I also have a little uh, trick-or-treat um, Sam with a uh, candy yeah. bowl where it was like three feet tall. And, and I think I... Where that photo came from? And I think I also saw something about trick-or-treat pop up in some Watch Mojo video that I saw. Probably a few like years top, ago, like top ten Halloween themed movies, most underrated kind of. Thing. Yeah, I think it was probably that most underrated. So I like the uh, the director. He did. He went on to do well, Krampus. Actually, he went on to do Krampus in the same in the same vein like this, but they pushed It'll, pushed a PG thirteen on him. Oh, oh okay. But yeah. he pushed back as much as he could. With there is some crazy crap he did with PG thirteen. Oh, it's like he like. Push the PG thirteen to its absolute limit, and it's like, oh well, it went R. What do I need to take out to not make that R? Yeah, and hey, you know, if you can get away with it, and that's and, re- and that's what that's out, what a lot of it is when it comes to the MPA. When it came out, people didn't really like it, but it's becoming a cult classic like this one. Mm. Yeah, but it's Christmas instead of Halloween. Yeah, but it's also not an anthology; it's just a straight no. story. But right. suppose allegedly Krampus and this film take place in the same universe. Allegedly. I don't know if Krampus makes a reference to Trick or Treat or not. Didn't the director do X-Men 2? I don't... Wait, who's the director? Michael Dougherty. No. Who, what did I see him on? Well, while he, while he looks that up, um, I like the idea of... Uh, this movie and Krampus being in the same universe now. You just like need, I said, alleged, now, now you just need some like evil Easter Bunny thing to you know like I said, get, alleged, get the get the trilogy. Sure. Like I said, like I said, allegedly, uh, allegedly they take place. I haven't actually watched Bunny Krampus. Yeah, that's Yeah, but I'm Bunny Man wasn't really the Easter Bunny. I'm saying like an some Easter some, related. Yeah, uh, some horror. Easter related horror film. For those of you who don't live in Virginia, look up Bunny Man. <laughs> Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah. Bunny Man Bridge. It's let's just say you can't visit it on Halloween. Uh, he was the writer for X Two. Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. Also, um, the writer for Superman Returns. So, uh, yeah, he was the, the writer the, for uh, Krampus, Trick or Treat, Superman Returns, X Two, Kong versus. He has something. Yeah, Kong versus Zilla. Really? Huh? Yeah. Uh, the new Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, well, hey, he went. He went from doing one a couple, one version of m- monster movies to a different two. version of monster movies. Uh, Trick or Treat was originally a short. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Um, he did. Oh, he did the worst urban legend movie, Bloody Mary. <laughs> Have you seen Urban Legends? I've seen bits and pieces of the first one with Robert England in it. I think Robert England was in it. He was in the first one, where he was. Uh, he was one of the teachers in the film. Hmm. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Anyway. Um, so I don't really have any other, any real expectations about this movie. Just, you know, Halloween anthology and, you know, we've already done one anthology for this, for this year's horror cast with VHS 94. 
please go go and re-listen to it if you have listened to it, or if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it because we really enjoyed VHS ninety four. And watch the movie too. You can do yeah. that as well. Yes, uh, with, watch the movie, then rewatch the review. Uh, yeah, VHS ninety four is on Shutter, uh, so you will need to get that get that uh, streaming yeah, service in order in order to see that one. Uh, Trick or Treat, however, is on is on Blu-ray. I, so. It's one of the Blu-ray copies I have of it. I don't know where one of because you have multiples. <laughs> yeah, there was probably one that's that's. He probably got a, he is got there a, a steelbook? If there is, I wish I had it. I don't uh, know if, I have it. if there was, he wishes there. If he if there wasn't one, then he wishes there was one. Yeah, because you love your steelbooks. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, so. But I think that's I think that's what uh, that's all for the intro. Unless you have anything else to add, Sam. Uh, nope. All right, nothing, nothing from Chris. Nope. All right, so it's been it's been a few years since I've seen this movie, though. All right, well, and I'm the fresh set of eyes for it, so uh, that wraps concludes this intro. So we'll be back after the binge. As we consume our fare, give us a like and subscribe. If you wish to commune with us, then seek us out on social media on Facebook and Twitter at BTD underscore. Bingecast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCZ Radio Hive, which includes J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Park Hopper 101, and The Nerd Table. To appease the Elder Gods, contribute to the CKCC Radio Patreon. Now the binge has finished, so let us purge. And we're back. That was a pretty good little anthology, you know, all sort of woven together, or at least as Chris had said, you know, you see stuff going on in the background. That, that's why I say that if somebody is watching this film, you really need to pay attention. Yeah. Like if it's like your fourth or fifth time watching, and sure, maybe you, you can, can have it on in the background. Yeah. But... So because you already know what you can just glance at it, and be like, okay, I already know what's going on. Right. But. Um... As you said, it's sort of like certain uh, stories are set after or before certain other ones. Like the one at the end with Old Man Krieg uh, is before or it's sort of concurrent with the one focusing on Principal Wilkins. <laughs> concurrent and it's also pre-cold open. Yeah, pre-cold open and... Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's 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 another case of the beginning of the movie is the ending, and apparently this was based on a comic book based on the opening credits, or at least I believe so. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think they did make a comic. I don't first. remember if the comic was first or or the movie was first. Well, I would assume that the comic was first, given that they had the comics during the opening credits. I mean, you could make the comic in order to. Slash them in. This is true. I guess Chris is looking it up. Yep. <laughs> Makes me wonder if uh, this online uh, friend of mine, John Lee's, who writes comics now, he's done a number. He's done some horror comics, including one called Sink, that is something of an anthology itself. And I'm now wondering if he's. Uh, I'm wondering if he would, in you know. Get tapped to write something for one for one of these anthologies sorts of movies. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would jump at the chance. But um, 
what? Zeke is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the way you were looking at me made me made me think it's like you like I had said something that caught your attention. It's like what? Well, I am listening because okay. this is the whole binge. Like, yeah. Let, let's see what he says this time. But but yeah, it was it was pretty good. Uh, some of the stories did sort of turn things on turn things on their head. I could predict certain things were going to going to happen, but like the twist with the uh, with the four sisters. <laughs> it was not one I was two sisters, two sisters and you know the, of you know, and the four girls. Yeah, I was, I was like, there's gonna be a, some, there's gonna be a twist here in in some way, but I I couldn't tell what it was going to be. Oh, you thought you knew the twist, but then they turned you at the last second. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, with that one, it's like you see these these four girls apparently just arriving in town so they can dress up and hook up with guys based on everything that they were they were talking about and everything. And dressed. And, you know, dressed provocatively, you know, like, sexy versions of, like, uh... I think it was, what, uh, Cinderella, Cin- Snow White... And, uh, Bo Pe- Little Bo Peep... Little Bo Peep... And, and Red, Red Riding Hood. Hood. Yeah. Which, I think three of those have to have wolves in the story, at least. Uh, Red Riding Hood, And Bo Peep, obviously. Bo Peep. Uh, Snow White doesn't really have wolves. It does! Yep. The original version, it actually has to do with okay. the, um... The wolf, the, the hunts, huntsman. Because there's a the prequel films with uh, what's your face from no the actual original um, the original story the oh. story had a deal okay it's been ages since I've since I've heard the and original stories a, so then it would be and it gets all conflated with the Disney stuff nowadays. Well, so. That's the one thing that I know is going to go in a tangent here, but Disney took the horror stuff out of the old fairy tales. Fairy tales were meant to tell kind of a story mm-hmm. and. Teach a lesson. lesson. Yep. Like, like, don't go down that wooden path. You might find a wolf. Yep, and then Disney and the Moral Guardians got their hands on the stories. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it is, you know, once once you point pointed that that out, that becomes a major bit of foreshadowing. Like the, the other one was like, oh, what big eyes you have. Well, yeah, with the run man to in the black. Litter. The run, run to the litter. And, yeah, because uh, by the end of that story, it turns out that... Uh, Red and her, Red, her sister, and their two friends, as well as the other friends that they had uh, come into town with, all werewolves. They're a pack. They're a pack, and this was uh, Red's. Red, well, like the whole thing with her is that she, you know, she wanted her first time to be special, special. <laughs> and the others were all just sort of rolling their eyes at it, and I'm just like, this is well before the twist, you know, even comes to mind. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> you are just basically reinforcing every every sort of negative stereotype, you know, kind it's of thing. Just well. And I'm just like thinking of, thinking to myself, you three girls are going to die horribly, and Red's going to be the only survivor. And then then they turn it on their heads because surprise, werewolves. It's just like she wanted her first time, her first kill, <laughs> to be special. Jay, Jay goes by the logic of screen. Uh, scream uh, laws in movies. Don't go by yourself. That, Don't have sex. It's not necessarily scream. That's just horror movie tropes in general. I mean, that's yeah, literally what like, points out. Don't be the yeah. fact. You know, they were in the case of uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Don't be the fat girl on the side of the road eating banana. Or don't, that did happen in that film. Don't. It's it's the whole thing. Yeah. Don't split up. Don't split it, up. Don't say I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I yeah, I have seen I have seen Scream and yeah. Well, that, the, plus it was in the trailers. Yes, but they you know Scream hung a lampshade on all of those on all of those old tropes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was what was in the what did they say the second one bends the rules the third one breaks them. Pretty much. That's 
Again, horror movie tropes. Yeah, so what does the fourth and fifth ones do? <laughs> Repeat them. Mm-hmm. Resurrect them. That. Yep. <laughs> we are getting Scream 5 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you didn't like Scream 4M? <laughs> oh, it's not as bad as Fan 4 Stick. I hate it. It's like, well, let's let's, let's not even go touch on fan four stick. Let's get back to talking about trick or treat because so we'll because we'll get we'll get so we'll go off on a tangent. It's there. bad that I thought when he said uh, what was it Scream four M. I'm like, when did three M come in and play? So I gotta ask uh, Jay this one. So we know that you're not really that big of a horror movie right. fan. What did you think S- of this one? Yeah. I liked it. I did. I did S- like man, it. I mean. It did a good job ratcheting up the tension for some of for some of the scares, like with the stuff at the quarry, with the uh, with the prank. I like I like the quarry one. The quarry the quarry uh, uh, segment was just sort of like, okay, they're setting it up so that the the kids that were in the school bus are going to come crawling out of the lake, and I was right. But the first first scare that you get out of that getting it, it flipping around and revealing that it was just a prank that they were pulling on the it's on the poor girl with Aspergers. <laughs> It's all fun and games if someone falls and gets a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, your ass hand. And, and you break their glasses. Uh, I also like when they do the whole trope of take somebody out, they really don't deserve this at all, scare the shit out of them, they're your last hope when shit goes sideways, and they're just like, nah. I'm just, click, and the elevator goes up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I felt a little bad for the guy, though. Schrader? A little bad. I, I did? Until I've seen him multiple back? times. No, the, because the, the guy because with the, he was totally the in on it the entire time. So he was putting on more of an act than they were because he was in the elevator with her. And then on top of that, was his name actually Trejo? Schrader. Okay, I swear yeah. to God, the whole time. Trejo! Trejo! So yes, we know he betrayed you. What did he do? Uh, yeah, I was I was in the same boat. I thought I was like, it sounds like they're saying Trader, but that can't be his name. And then I was like, it's probably Schrader, and I was right. Then, I had my first kid name him Trejo, just confusion out. There's no way someone named the kid Trejo, Daniel. Damn it. Anyway, um, who's that? But uh, and the segment with the dealing with the school bus and the quarry, you know, the story that that that's told about the. The school bus going over the going over the side, and all the uh, children in, who were chained in their seats because they were troubled kids. I think that was uh, that was a special situation he set up, probably. But um, regardless, chained into the school bus and then uh, basically drowning in a in the quarry lake, and they're like the the bus driver was never seen again. But as we're seeing the flashback. The, the bus driver clearly survived, and again, following that, somebody asks about whatever happened to the to the bus driver. It's just the, they they just, they just sort of shrug. Nobody knows what happened to the bus driver. I'm like, you you don't you don't mention that twice without it being important. And you don't and you don't show him obviously crawling out of the lake without that being important. Yeah, it's it's foreshadowing and it. Come and well, they also focus on that ring of his mm-hmm. uh, as he's pacing the bus, handing out the candy to the to the kids, and then as he's crawling out of the lake, you can see it right on his hand. Uh, it comes in becomes important in uh, Old Man Creek segment because uh, Old Man Creek gets introduced during the uh, first during the first segment following the uh, cold open with uh, Principal Wilkins, 
Actually, he was right after we we met the girls. Right. Okay. That's that's right. It's weird. They they cut because back and forth between him. They and were the sort girls. of establishing all the players in play, kind of thing, and then they uh, start focusing on indiv- on individual stories because it takes it away from where they would cross paths. Right. Um, but it's funny how a lot of the events that were happening, Sam was literally just there, like in the background yeah. watching. Yeah. Um. But old man Krieg. As he's getting terrorized in his house by Sam, uh, because he hasn't put up any Halloween decorations, and doesn't answer the door, doesn't answer the door for trick or treaters. Yeah, that, that, was I the only one hoping for that pumpkin heads to turn around and look at him? I was expecting something like that in a number of segments. Like I was almost expecting something to happen but with the pumpkins. But that's a little more on the weird supernatural side. I kind of like that side though. Yeah. Well, the thing about Sam... Alright, so to answer your question from earlier... Yeah, Sam what was the, the question you had earlier? Is he a demon similar? or a ghost? Because every time he turned around, he was watching them and no one acknowledged him. Sam is the spirit of Halloween. And He's yep. supposed to... Basically what it is, is he, he makes sure that nobody breaks the rules of Halloween. So, like, don't take your decorations down before midnight. Don't blow your candles out of your uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't poison or, you know... Don't tamper with the candy. Yeah, because that so, the, he didn't intervene in that one specifically because that was already being set up for others. Yeah, it's like he could see that you're gonna get got later. <laughs> so you'll get yours. You don't need me to interfere with this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, I don't think he was bear witness to it. This is true, but he certainly took advantage of it. Oh my god, that just sort of. Uh, whole lot of horror there because the the candy that he that old man Krieg was eating he took from those kids bags including the one that had the razor in it so those so kids had gotten those the, that candy from Wilkins so you just realized that huh well I mean it's just it's it, no it goes a bit further than that it's like how many kids or other people got hurt because of those things later? Probably a lot. Yeah, makes Wilkins like one of, like the worst monster in the in the whole thing. He's which the principal. Yeah. But they always say it's always the quiet one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't really quiet. Well, he was trying to be quiet. He was trying to be unobtrusive. Yeah. Well, he was back like that body. Son. Yeah, but the body wouldn't stay. Wouldn't stay. The quiet. body wouldn't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stick to my statement. That little kid being in, in Sam's body. Man, you gotta think how screwed up he's gonna be, even though he's not. Well, again, it's what I'm falling back on in terms of The Shining, the little kid from that movie. Uh, throughout filming, Stanley Kubrick actually managed to convince him that he was not filming a horror movie, but a drama instead. Um, and he actually protected that, that kid throughout filming just to make sure that he didn't know that he was in a horror movie. He didn't know he was in a horror movie till years later. Damn. <laughs> wow. Um... Impressive. Yes. Yeah, the only person he uh, protected in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Was a, was a friggin', well, Jack, that and plus Jack good. Nicholson, I think he was scared of because Jack threatened <laughs> to walk out off the film set multiple times because of the way he was treating everybody. Mm. Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, everybody. Yep. I like Scatman Crothers. Scatman. <laughs> that was his name, Scatman Crothers. Yeah, the, uh, the, he was uh, the voice of the jazz in G1 shine. Transformers. The one with the shine? Yeah. Told the kid about it? And then Red took an axe to the head later. Um, 
Um, but great Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> but Krieg, as, you know, death, but Krieg, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, as he's like pounding on the on the on the window trying to get help from Wilkins later, uh, you hear like something hard clearly, rap, you know, clacking on the glass, and that, then it shows you see a glimpse of uh, his ring, and I'm like, he's the bus driver, and it becomes uh, they then make it more plain later because we saw him sitting in front of the fire and tossing some old photographs into the fire. It only took him 30 years. Yeah. Um, it took 30 years to think about it. Yeah. And uh, then you, they show the picture of all the kids on the school bus and him standing next to it. and Or younger him standing next to it. Well, this is after Sam got done terrorizing him. Yeah. But it, you know, sort of then links it back in. But uh, I mean, when you kind of like have a second chain of chain of hot when a freaking scarecrow doll looking thing come up and try to kill you, yeah. And the only thing that saved you was a candy ball with a razor in it. No oh, wait, no, it, no, it no. was Chucky with a burlap sack on his head. Is it? Yeah, I have to stop watching Death Battles. I'm sitting there. I like to see Chucky versus him. Mm, uh, Chucky versus Leprechaun. That's a little more. On the yeah, table. Yeah, 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 I agree with Chris on this. <laughs> yeah, you basically have voodoo versus Irish magic. Yeah, but um, the yeah the well all of the segments Leprechaun were, be better against Sam because they both have kind of spiritual powers. Theme. Yeah, and holiday theme too, in a sense. Chucky literally is just in a doll's body. Yeah, yeah, but with voodoo. Of, yeah, but a lot of people for the longest time were saying Chucky versus Leprechaun or. Because those are the most known ones. No, because of their size. Well, that was most known of that Chucky size. Chucky versus uh, the dummy from Goosebumps. It would be Chucky. Chucky right. would win. Well, <laughs> One's made for kids. Both were made for kids. Technically, he's right. <laughs> no, I'm talking about their stories that are built in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one has restraint, the other does not. Yeah, okay. But the sec- all the segments were... were were pretty good and interwoven. Like they set up the man in black to be a uh, <laughs> to be a to be like the villain of of one segment, and then it gets turned around. It's like, nope, you're the victim. <laughs> you are the yeah, bitch. I remember when I was watching the film for the first time. I was like, wow, I definitely didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then it gets even better when uh, man in black, you know, is menacing uh, Red Riding Hood. And because we'd seen him earlier in the movie uh, attack some woman in an alley, like biting her and then uh, later killing her, but then prop, but propping her body up near a bunch of other like, like people who drunken party goers. Yeah. Uh, during a parade. During a parade where there were other people wearing with like f- makeup, like prosthetic makeup on making it look like they had like they were zombies or whatever, you know, with blood coming out of the open wounds and stuff so that. Nobody batted an eye at this woman covered in blood, uh, stumbling out of an alleyway. And then uh, after we see him attack, start to attack Red Riding Hood, and then it cuts to her, her sister and her friends around a campfire somewhere in the woods, and then suddenly a body wrapped in Red's uh, riding hood gets launched into the <laughs> launched into the clearing. Oh yeah, Red Riding Hood is played by Anna Paquin from the X-Men films by the way. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I wonder if the the writers saw it on the side was like I got a, I got a movie role for you. <laughs> Maybe. Well, 
her and the guy who played uh, Stryker in X Men Two. Brian Cox, yeah. Yeah. So you had like a Holy crap. really mini, mini, mini X Men reunion in this film. In a, in a, in a sense, uh, but Red then sort of walks into walks into the clearing. Yeah, she's got some blood on her, but she's completely un, unfazed by and she, it. And she's like, "Oh yeah, he bit me." Yeah, but she's just like talking about it all nonchalantly, like, "Eh, it's whatever." And then one of her friends goes over. And as he's like, asking, you know, Man of Black is like asking for help, but she just reaches into his mouth, takes out the false she fangs. forces his mouth open. And takes out it. the false fangs, takes the mask off, and it's Principal Wilkins. <laughs> and he's like begging for help, and they're just sort of like rolling their eyes a little bit at it. He's got a broken leg, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, it's a little more than that. It was a compound fracture. Yep. Uh, you gotta love when the actual bone breaks the skin. That's what makes also, it a compound fracture. Also, the fun part about this movie is a lot of it, if not all of it... Is practical. Practical effects. Yep. There's not really any CGI. Like, they clearly wanted to go back to like old school horror yeah. anthology. Mm-hmm. Practical effects will stand the test back of time. Back in my day, they used practical effects. Yeah. Shut up, Grandpa! No one wants to hear it! Nimba prones. We didn't have to rely on all this fancy computer shit. Oh no, I just said a bad word. <laughs> oh no, I said what's in my diaper. <laughs> but, um, and then, uh, all the, then the pack, uh, starts shedding their skin, literally. <laughs> it, okay, if you've seen Van Helsing, it's like the werewolves from that, where the werewolf tears the skin off of the person and boom. Werewolf. Only it's all in practical effect instead of CG, like yeah. it was in uh, Van Helsing. <clears throat> yeah, it's not like in The Howling, where the person turns into the vampire. Or American Werewolf. Yeah, you don't see that much very often. Another good example of practical. Great example of practical. Um... And I'm just saying that having just seen the transformation scene, I have not actually seen seen that movie. But I've seen the transformation scene, I'm like, this is actually pretty well done. But, uh, and here it's just like, they're literally like, first they're just like tearing tearing the clothes off, and then, and then literally... I was like, someone forgot to wear a bra to the party today. <laughs> they didn't forget, they did that on purpose. Well, yeah, because they're trying to entice them, their victims along for the ride. Oh, victims? Shit, I think there was only one alive was him. Yeah, everybody else was dead. Like He's like looking around as they're tr- uh, transforming, and he sees all the dead bodies of all the guys that they had brought with them. You know, you have... Torn the, out throats and shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was the uh, the two news guys. Yeah, the, well, the cameraman and the, and the assistant. It yeah. wasn't yeah. like the reporter. The reporter managed to make it out of there alive. No, she, she, she was... A female, they didn't invite her. That's just, they just true. guys. Um, and and we were talking about Principal Wilkins. But we hadn't actually talked about his segment. Where, well, we're first in, we're introduced to the to the little shit stain just walking along. The little shit stain is the kid from uh, Bad Santa. Yeah, and just literally <clears throat> knocking pumpkins off of railings and stuff. Just chocolate stained around his mouth. Mm-hmm. And like chocolate stains on his shirt, on his shirt because his shirt was a bit was a bit stained. The and the shirt just said, "This is my costume." You little shit. Yep. Somebody who doesn't give a shit about Halloween except for I'm gonna just fuck sh- fuck some shit up. Right. And then he comes across Principal Wilkins' house, and you know he passes a pumpkin that has that's only partially carved with the knife 
shoved shoved in sticking, sticking out of it and there's a bat, there's like a little like pumpkin of candy on the front step with a sign says we're we're take out of, one we're 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 not at, we're not at home right now please, please take, take one. one candy and he just sort of rolls his eyes and starts taking fistfuls and then starts to take the whole thing when uh principal wilkins steve wilkins turns up and just tells him to have a seat and it's like, nah, you ain't going nowhere, kid. And he and he he offers him one of the candy bars from the uh, from the basket and tells him to go ahead go ahead and have some as he's just sort of he also told him talking about like, diabetes. What? Yep. Oh yeah, it's not going to be great for your diabetes. That's right. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> um, and then you know and the kid and the kid takes a couple bites and then starts like gurgling and. Looking sick, and then starts projectile vomiting all over the. That was a lot of chocolate vomit. That's. What, I thought, I thought it was chocolate at first, and then you, and then later it becomes. Well, the first amount was chocolate. Then it was his insides. Yeah, because it was poisoned, and there was probably broken glass in there too. Possibly. That would that would certainly tear up your insides enough to get them blo- to get them bloody. Mm-hmm. And the kid just slumps over on it on his lap, and at first it seems like he's, you know, surprised at what's what's happening to the poor kid until he starts dragging him inside and then it's then it becomes clear oh no he's a serial killer <laughs> he planned this all along mm-hmm. he was and but then go. it's just like things keep getting in the way as he's trying to dispose of the body a body yeah uh, you know trick-or-treaters are showing up uh, and, the, and the first three that we that we see are the three kids from or three three are three of the kids from the quarry segment because they were looking, they were asking if they could take one of his jack o' lanterns for uh, UNICEF for, for a scavenger hunt for UNICEF is what they were is what they were saying, um, and then he like drags the body out into the backyard where he's already dug a plot for it, and, and he's there was already a body in there too, mm-hmm, and he's try, and he's then he's just trying to bury it, but his but his son keeps. Yelling from Dick, the... Dick, can you help me with the jack-o'-lantern? I need I... help with the eyes. Don't forget to help me with the eyes. Okay, go back inside. You need to be quiet. Don't worry. Turn on Charlie Brown. Charlie, Charlie Brown's, Brown's an, an asshole. asshole. Which is not true. Charlie Brown is a loser. Lucy is is an asshole. Yeah. Here, come kick the football, Charlie Brown. Woo! Every fucking time. Even in the middle of an actual football game, she still does that shit. Um, Fucking bitch. But uh, but yeah, so he the you know his neighbor's dog, who is the bus driver. Yeah, the old man Krieg lives next door to this. Um, is sitting there barking up a storm because he's poking his head through the fence because there's a hole in the fence. It's big enough for him to poke his head through, just not actually fit through. Mm-hmm. So he breaks a finger off. Goes, hey boy, hey boy, go catch. And he throws it over the fence. He's like, shit, the dog runs off after it. Uh, so he's going back to doing his thing. Kid won't shut up still. And uh, old man Krieg comes out like, wondering what it's all the, what all the noise is about. What's going on out here? Smells like, it smells like a dead body out here. Smells like, a, it smells like a dead whore out here. <laughs> yeah. And while this is going on, he is in the, pl- he is in the pit, you know, because he was just trying to hide to you know hope hope that old man Krieg would just go back into his house or whatever. Go back into your house. And old then man. the bot and then the body that he just dumped in in there starts making noise, 
And he's like stomping on it, trying stomping to make it. Stomping on it, trying to hit it with the shovel. It keeps getting interrupted by his kid. Oh, and, I would beat that kid. And he, he's clearly like a, you know, annoyed by everything that was going on with his son after he finishes burying everything and just plants a little tree over it and starts watering it. Goes back inside and he's, he's something feels off for a moment and then his kid just sort of pops up from behind the, from behind the counter with a little like Halloween mask. Halloween mask on. It's the first actual jump scare in the movie and it doesn't involve any of the, and it doesn't involve Sam or anything actually scary. Yeah. Just a kid wearing a slightly scary mask. Mm-hmm. And then he's just sort of like, let's, you know, carve that jack-o'-lantern. Let's go down into the basement. And the way he said basement, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be his like trophy room and he's going to traumatize the poor kid. Oh. Or possibly, you know, the kid doesn't know just how fucked up everything is. And, I, and, it was the, and it was the latter because as he gets down there, it's still like setting things up like he's going to kill his own son. Uh, and the mother, uh, it's mentioned. We should mention is like dead. Uh, we hear this during his little like monologue so rant like, to himself. It's like it wouldn't be like this if mom was still alive. Yeah, I think you know how the mom dies. I'm calling it right now. The dad killed her. Probably, um, but and you know the kid's looking at the jack o' lantern, and we just see him like put his hand on on his son's head, raise the the knife, jab it down, and. Draw, and we don't see it actually what it actually plunges into at first. We just see and hear it sinking into something flesh, Which and it comes up bloody. and and it comes out and it comes back bloody. Or this, or is what the sound effects man was using a watermelon. Yeah, and then uh, we see that you know little Billy, you know his son is just smiling. As then we get a look at the jack o' lantern and its diabetes <laughs> kid. Diabetes and kill. Yep, the Di- you know. Fully beheaded, and you know Billy's like, "Can you help me with the eyes, Daddy?" <laughs> it's just sort of like, and I'm like, "Oh, the family that slays together." Yeah, and then, well, now now Billy's gonna grow up without a dad, so nobody's gonna grow up dressed up like his dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true because we did see him later sitting on the sitting on the stoop of their of their house, dressed like his dad, complete with the blood stain on the shirt I'm, like his dad had. No, he just. Took his dad's shirt because it was an oversized shirt. Yeah, oh. it was a little. That extra. makes that makes more sense. Because <laughs> if you notice the stains, like the like the blood stain yeah. was still well, the same. Yeah, it's like dad took the took the the bloody shirt off before he dressed up in his man in black attire to go out and uh, get his murder fetish on. Let's carve a skull, Dad. Let's carve a scary face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which we never actually see what happened. What they actually did. I don't. It's head. better that way, in a, in a it sense. Keep, it keeps you guessing as to what they did. Yeah, but and then by the end of the movie, we are back right where the cold open was, as everything starts tying back together. You see Billy Wilkins sitting on the sitting on this stoop of his of his house, wearing his dad's bloody shirt. Uh, we see. Um, the girl with the spurgers, I, I don't remember what her name was, but uh, we see her walking past with her, uh, with the wagon with her jack-o'-lantern in it. Uh, Agatha. Agatha? Was that the character's name, or is that just what you're calling her? Oh, because no. Which? Was, I think it was Wanda? Wanda, that's Wanda. right. It was Wanda. How can you forget the name Wanda? It's the most popular name in White Devil. Along with Agatha. Agatha. <laughs> um... And the car that nearly hits her as she's crossing as she's crossing the street is being driven by the by the werewolf pack, 
who are who are you know sort of laughing it up like we had a great time at the party and they're literally like picking their teeth. I think <laughs> you see some of them like like digging their fingers like into into their mouth like they're trying to get something out of their teeth. And uh, then we and then there's old man Wilkins or not Wilkins old man Krieg. All you know, dressed up almost mummy like after his ordeal with uh, well, Sam. Yeah, he had to patch himself. He probably had to patch himself up. Yeah, he was just like, I'm not going to the hospital right now. I'm staying home. I'm just gonna patch myself up. I wonder, I wonder if he just didn't want to go to the hospital because he's off the grid currently. Probably. Nobody so, knows what happened to the bus driver. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> the movie and the movie ends with Sam once again noticing. Uh, the wife of that couple blowing out the candle and the jack-o'-lantern too early and yeah, never do it too early and sam looks at looks at her looks down at the jagged uh lollipop in his hand and he's like you know what here i here i go about to go killing again here he goes again on his own but remember she's also starting to take down like the, the decorations mm-hmm. yeah, all the decorations and that's blowing out the pumpkin and no, that is exactly what he was he saw because yep. he was right across the street during that whole scene. I wonder if there's a spirit. And Old Man Krieg sees that Sam is looks looks at the same uh, lollipop that he tried to shank him with. Look up at look up at the girl and and starts crossing the street. And Old Man Krieg just sort of sighs, turns around, and goes back inside. Okay, just sort so, of like so. Real nope. quick, before we go any further, how how did y'all react when uh, he pulled Sam's mask off? And you saw what he really looked like. Um, I was sort of spoiled by that because I saw that in a in the Watch Mojo video that I okay. Um, so it wasn't as wasn't as shocking as it as it could have been if I was completely blind going in, but it was still just sort of like, well, that would that would certainly give me nightmares if I was Old Man Krieg, but I don't think Old Man Krieg is going to have to worry about nightmares for much longer. No, because the movie ends with him after being like, well. You know that that kid's about to go get, about to go murder someone, but it's not my problem. Closes, it ain't me, not my problem. Yep. Closes the door, starts to walk, uh, shuffle back into his house when there's another knock on the door, and when he turns around and when he opens the door, oh hey, it's the zombies of the kids that you sent off the cliff. And the one vampire kid who kept on saying, "Wrong way, wrong way, wrong way." Gotta go home. Gotta go home. Gotta go home. And it's technically him who killed everybody, not the bus driver. This is well, true. The bus driver was going to. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just that kid slipped his chains because <laughs> they didn't put him in the right kind he of was, chains. He was tearing at his arms. He was bleeding by the time he got out of them. Yep. Um, he most likely popped his thumb out of its socket or something. No, no, he the, no, he literally forced his way out of them and it pulled skin. Yeah. yeah, but um, but anyways, anyways yeah. but anyways, um, yeah. So after he opens the door, sees all the zombie kids. It's that kid who it, was saying all the you know wrong just way, goes, wrong way, trick or treat. And then you know, sort of smash cut comic book images, basically implying that the zombie kids uh, attacked him. And then roll credits. Oh, by the way, to answer your question, the comic apparently came out in two thousand nine. It was supposed to come out in two thousand seven. From DC Comics, but it kept getting pushed back until uh, Legendary Comics. Mm. And the movie came out when? 2007. Okay. So it was supposed to be sort of concurrent with the... Uh, Essentially. They put out, I think, like two comics out. Um, One was called Trick or Treat, uh, Day of the Dead. Mm. Um, And uh, I don't really know what the overall story is supposed to be. 
Now, I know that in the uh, the special features for the DVD and the Blu-ray, uh, you get the original animated short that was created back in 96. Huh. Uh, that essentially it just shows Sam just kind of like minding his own business. He's dragging his little burlap sack and he's being stalked by someone. And uh, I think they get a, a little too like threatening with him or whatever. And then the next thing you see is the sack is a lot bigger and it's bloody potentially. <laughs> essentially, yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the short. I'm sure it's online somewhere. No, it's or we could those. or we could always just pull it up on the on the on the. Blu-ray, DVD, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was a this was a good little uh, anthology. I can I can I see why Sam, like I can see why Sam Sam our Sam likes it. Well, so I have to ask you guys this. So, uh, do you prefer this to be like a standalone film, or do you care if or not a sequel ever gets made? I mean, if a sequel gets made, you know, as long as it's just another sort of interwoven like anthology like this one, and it's not like bringing the old the other characters back, right? You know, or if the, you do bring the characters back, it's clearly just mo- meant to sort of be like maybe the same night kind of thing, and you just see them in the background. Yeah, but um, even then, if they if it's just in another town somewhere in somewhere in America, you know, and it's you know, but there's Spirit of Halloween again, make enforcing the the rules as it were. Because one of the things that I was reading about was because I got curious to whether or not a sequel is ever greenlit. Apparently, a sequel was greenlit. But it's been in discussion since 2013. So it's in development hell. It's probably yep. never coming it's out. Possibly. Um, but yeah, I mean... But the, but the fan interest is still there. They mm-hmm. know it, so... It's just getting some uh, some producer to bite the bullet and actually finance it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I think it's still Legendary who wants to do it. Well, hey, you know. Uh, but it was a good... It was a good uh, anthology... Good little horror anthology. Uh, yeah, it hits on a lot of common tropes for these sorts of stories, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. No. It's, there, it's done very well. You know, the practical effects and, oh, and everything. Oh, yeah, practical effects. Really the, the, st- the writing and the editing was all done very well, so you're seeing characters in the background, mostly uh, Robot Girl and her husband, you know, just sort of walking through the the parade crowd and everything. Um. And the the kids from the quarry scene, you know, popping up uh, in the the Wilkins segment at you know the, earlier in the movie before we focus more on them. But yeah, it was a it was good. I I highly recommend I, I highly recommend anybody that hasn't uh, seen Trick or Treat, track it down, watch it, enjoy it. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween shopping! You now know where this kid came from. <laughs> yeah, Spirit of Halloween has like the market on uh, Sam for a couple of years now. Well, well, yeah, because their name is basically describing what he is. He's well, Spirit of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear, I hear he and Michael Myers get along great. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Uh, I hear the uh, new Halloween film is really good, so I'm doing that on Friday. I still need to. Scope the one that came before this one, so I can get like the. It's on my voodoo. Yeah, I'll scope it out then. But I think that about wraps wraps it up. There's not really a whole lot else we need to discuss about it. No, it's a short. It's a simple film. Yeah. Uh, good, our right? Sam. Anything Me? else to add? Um. So would you be willing to watch Krampus? Yes, I already basically said this. I think off, off mic uh, before we started recording. Uh, while, I think we were discussing this while we were letting the credits roll, but 
yeah. Uh, so, but Krampus is not going to be part of Horrorcast necessarily. We'll be watching that more, uh, getting closer to the to the holidays we're because gonna, it's we're going to do Horrorcast in December. Well, we're already doing Horrorcast in November for the John Carpenter Apocalypse trilogy. And that one is largely dependent on uh, Chris's schedule, uh, because you know he's the one who's been wanting to do that. Oh, he has all the access to the movies, and he has all the movies as well. But. Uh, Yep, that, I think, will wrap up this edition of the Horror Cast. So, for Chris and Sam and Zeke, and also Shadowcat, I am Jay, and we will see you... You forgot Zeke. I, I did say Zeke. Oh, you're going to say it again. I, I just want to know how this binge became from a three-person to a five-person. Who added the extra quarters? What's next? Anyway, I don't know. But at any rate, uh, so we will see you next time. Happy Halloween. I forgot my candy. You've been listening to a Bored to Death Horror Cast. Our back library of episodes can be found on YouTube or CKCC Radio. We will find you when it's time to binge and purge. <laughs>